For over a thousand years, Western civilization has been stuck in a dark age of sexual repression and misinformation. We get an oversexed overload from the media, but nothing in the way of honest, helpful, practical information on sex and how to do it right. That sucks, and I'm fucking sick of it. My name's JV Althoras, and I've spent a couple decades learning everything I can about how to have amazing sex and more of it. Not in a classroom like a lot of people who talk about sex. I learned it all in the gutter, right where mom told me I'd end up. It's my mission to bring an end to the sexual dark age with brutally honest talk and education on all aspects of sex and sexuality, in an atmosphere that will keep you entertained without treating you like an idiot. Shara and I are not doctors, certifiable perhaps, but not certified in any way. And that means we don't have to talk about vaginas and penises to maintain academic credibility. You got a problem with a vagina? Call a gynecologist. You want to learn more about pussies and cocks and how to make them happy? You've come to the right place. Greetings and welcome to episode 85 of Ending the Sexual Dark Age. The content of this episode was originally recorded as the Life on the Swing Set Desire Takeover Recap episode from the 2016 trip, and as such also pretty much became our Desire Recap episode, so we wanted to share it with our audience through our feed, as it is rather supersized and in many places rather hilarious. As this episode also served as their 7th anniversary episode, this is also our way of helping them to commemorate that special occasion. So without further ado, enjoy. Tonight we celebrate two things. First, it is our seventh anniversary as a podcast. And second, our first takeover of Desire Resort last November. It's no secret that there's been some stuff happening in the world. As that stuff sort of started on our trip, we've been a little loath to revisit. But now, to celebrate our anniversary, we've assembled an epic podcast panel to talk about this thing, this special resort, this place unequaled in time and space, Desire Resort. I'm Cooper, and tonight I have with me... Hey guys, it's Dylan, and I am thing number one in the order of our podcast tonight. Number one. <laughs> Hi, it's Dr. Liz. Apparently I'm thing two. Chris Pent checking in at thing three. <laughs> I'm Lindsay, uh, thing four, and my favorite number, so that's perfect. Well, hey. Shara, number five. I wonder what that means in the lineup. <laughs> and JV Authoras, thing number six. In the coveted and spot. <laughs> Please comment on this episode's post or tweet along as you listen with hashtag SS Podcast and our special hashtag for tonight. SS Desire. You can find us all on Twitter at Cooper S. Beckett, Dylan the Thomas, Sex Paws Psych, Mr. Pent, that's Mr. Spelled Out, Lindsay, L Y N D Z I, still the coolest Twitter handle ever. Yeah. JV Altheros and JVS underscore Shara. And if you like what we're doing here, you can sign up on our Patreon page to throw us a buck or two every time we release an episode at lifeontheswingset.com slash support. Pledge now and you can join us in our private online chat community and get notified of live recordings like we are doing tonight. We have a, a live studio, virtual studio audience. There we go. Or don't get notified studio. until like five minutes before we do it. You know, well, That's way. part of the fun, Dylan. It's part of the <laughs> excitement of being How a Swingset patron. Toes. 
is is too drill. Yeah, you never know when suddenly there may be a podcast for you to listen to. Isn't that exciting? I think it's exciting. See, that's why you have to be in the chat client so you get those notifications. Yes. The, 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 hey, hey, uh, we're just going to do a live podcast right now. So you should join us. Uh, and as we are talking about our desire trip tonight, I'm going to get it out of the way right here up front. SSDesire.com is where you can go to get information about this year's trip. And it is November 4th through 11th. I think that's correct. You're correct. Excellent. Off the top of my head. SSDesire.com and you can join us. And we are, as of this moment, over 50% booked. Ooh, holy cow. Shit, I need to reserve my room. Oh my god. The website says 51%, so I think it's technically right. That is the, the best kind of correct, though. <laughs> technically correct. I have to figure out who my swinger husband's going to be this year. <laughs> Ooh, I'm crossing my fingers! Oh. <laughs> Whoever brings me the biggest ring pop gets to be my swinger husband this year. Oh, so you have to you have to get it special made by that company that makes the giant gummy bears? Yeah, size yeah. does matter. Damn. Especially when it comes to ring pops. Yeah. She's keeping you on your toes, Mr. Yeah, that's fair. That's fair. So we have with us tonight uh, a wonderful collection of people who all pitched in and made, uh, helped make Desire 2016, our first takeover, um, really extra special. I would call it a raging success. A raging success. A raging success. And... We, uh, I, I would like to start because I spend a lot of time in my daily life, even talking about this ethereal quality that desire has that makes it indescribably special. And the best way to start a podcast, I think, is to ask people to describe something that's indescribably special. <laughs> And I know we did a little of this on our Live from Desire podcast, but I want to start with Dylan. Oh, God damn it! <laughs> <laughs> of course you are. Hi. And ask you to describe what's special about Desire for you. You all know I put together really nice and comfortable spaces where people have the best chance possible to get it on and have a good time. And Desire comes preloaded with all that stuff. But the thing is, it's not just because it's beautiful and warm and everybody's like put significant effort into getting there or anything like that. It's just there's this um, there's this potential that you walk into the minute you get into desire and it it's it's there and it's just ready. And it's you don't have to spend a lot of effort to like get uh, all the amazing uh, opportunities and emotions and and stuff that you want to get out of this trip. You don't have to do a lot to get it. You just kind of have to be there and show up and and then do it. And it it's that quality about Desire that I love because a lot of stuff is hard out in the default world. You have to do a ton of work to make things happen. But because you've already done all that work and because everybody has a lot of common purpose, it's relatively easy once you get there. And so I love that Desire makes it easy because of the way it's set up and because of the environment and because we all work to get there. And I like easy. (laughs) (laughs) As she demonstrated all weekend, but that's for later. Well, Sarah, since you, uh, since you jumped in there, I'd love to know as, as, uh, 
the two of you, we brought on, uh, we invited and convinced and coerced and twisted your arms uh, to actually take a vacation, which you didn't do in general in life. Many years, uh, yes. And two years ago, we bullied you into coming to Desire. And, you know, now you've been more times in the last two years than I have. So clearly you um, you are enjoying it. So I'd yeah, love to hear from you what what you found so special about this place. Well, perfect question. Because one of the things I want to bring up is your podcast while at Desire. And the drunk cast? That that's that's it. Yeah. And I, I was gonna say, not that anybody was drunk, but uh, <laughs> well, okay. There, there is audio I mean, record. Yeah, let's and, not pull punches. And but, we're yeah, not you know, secretive you know, we we're we're basic we're blatantly drinking the entire time, like <laughs> talking about it even. I mean, bending over to kiss Dylan and my sunglasses fall off my head, he doesn't care. They're landing all over him. He doesn't care. He's still kissing me. But uh one of the things, Dylan, that really stood out at the podcast was when you said, don't be afraid to go after and, and ask. Respect no, if it's no, but don't be afraid to ask because the worst that's going to happen is someone's going to say no, but then you move on to something else. So so thank you, Dylan. Yes, because I did that. <laughs> after that, when you brought that up, I was looking at the phone party and I told JV I wanted to go down to the phone party because I wanted to approach someone because JV had given me, uh, JV gave me a lot of firsts on this last trip. And, uh, yeah, a lot. Um, so there was someone there that, you know, we had kissed a few times and I thought she was really hot and I certainly know JV thought she was really hot. So I decided to ask her if she'd like to join me on our bed for a flogging because I know JV loves giving floggings. And mm. uh, she graciously said yes. And I would probably not have had the guts to go and ask somebody that had you not made that comment. So I want to thank you. But obviously, Desire is a huge opportunity for us to get to relax. We're so busy with our business all the time. And uh, even though we are, uh, you know, hosts with you and uh, we help you out any way we can, it's still a vacation for us. It's uh, just a, a great way to get out and for people to enjoy themselves. We always tell our listeners, if you know, you're worried about how to pay for a vacation, the most important thing is to try to save and go to a place like Desire. Mm -hmm. So, And you guys make it happen. You guys really make it all happen. And there's a lot of work behind the scenes that people probably don't realize what you do. But thank you. Well, that, that's the goal, that they n never notice. <laughs> because that means it just feels like it's flowing. Yep. Right. Find, you know. You know Find Dylan on the beach relaxing or Cooper and <laughs> Ophelia on the beach relaxing and, you know, just know that they're relaxing now, but they've been busy doing something. I yeah. mean, who makes dungeon furniture in three days? <laughs> right? That was amazing. Desire so Resort, that's who. Yes. Yeah, and this is, a, this is actually kind of a perfect day for us to be talking about this because Shara and I just spent an entire weekend rolling as a crew with Duncan and Mrs. Duncan, Swinger Doc, Sexy Pixie, and Maximus and Gabriella tearing up a bunch of fetish clubs in Rhode Island, of all places, at the Fetish <laughs> nice. Fair Fleet. Very nice. That's very awesome. nice. Yeah, so we're very much in swing set mode right now. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I was pressed while having a conversation to come up with a uh, a concise way to describe desire. And the best thing I had was Pervert Fantasy Island. 
<laughs> I forgot about that. I like that. Yeah, it's, uh, it, it was certainly transformative for us because it uh, it started the path and it took actually several trips and several uh, several times stepping away from our company to get a little practiced at it. You know, the first year we had a great time at Desire, but there was a lot of intrusion from the outside world. So we have become better at preparing and, you know, setting things up in ways that allow us to disconnect a little bit more. And now we're down to basically an hour a day on the phone for business, which, you know, for business owners, that is a major victory. And we keep that to the morning and then Indeed. I get to get to spend the rest of the day partying. Uh, and it has been transformative for us and allowed us to uh, mentally and uh, emotionally go in new directions. And and Cooper, just so you know, getting away and coming to visit you and Ophelia Which was weeks lovely. ago. Yeah. That was, was awesome. It was a great time. Uh, but coming, getting away and doing that, we wouldn't have probably done that uh, so easily without going to desire to teach us what we needed to learn about our business and breaking away from it all. So this weekend's trip that we did in the week and then in uh, Chicago, we were able to really get away from it all. And so well, that's wonderful. Thank to you. Hear. Yeah. 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 And it was a great time over there at your place. Thank you for ha- having well, us. Our, our pleasure. Believe me. <laughs> okay. Who wants to go next? I'm not going to call. <laughs> I'll go. Yeah. <laughs> Mr. Penn. Throwing it down, raising his hand, so excited, holding his arm up with his other hand. Yep. Yeah. The blood drained out. The ooh, um, ooh. <laughs> yeah. So I, like, it's interesting because, like, oh, yeah, all the sexy times were so cool and, like, amazing group sex and all that. But, like, some of the uh, – Hold on. I just want to I want to take a moment. Sorry, Mr. Pent. And point out the amazingness of that statement. You know, amazing group sex and all that, but I mean, we know from last time I'm I'm good at you know downplaying the the importance of that, but you know, <laughs> it's about the whole experience. That's kind of kind of my point that like I made some awesome connections with people that like I still keep in touch with and I have great feelings for and like can't wait to see again. And it's like yeah, I made some really awesome connections. I got to have some new experiences that I just like, it was such a comfortable, like relaxed and laid back environment that like, you know, it just felt natural. And like, yeah, sure. I kissed a couple of dudes and that's something I've never done before. And I felt great about it. And it was like, yeah, this is a really cool space that yeah. it kind of provided. And especially with the swing set kind of bringing that vibe. Um, that was really important to me. Well, there was a lot of dude kissing in general this year. Yeah, like, yeah. That, like I think conspicuously that much. Yeah. Yeah, that was really cool to see. Um, and yeah. Yeah. It like, you know, being my first time, it took me a while to kind of really relax into it. But then, you know, Friday hit and we did the podcast. And then I think I feel like the the atmosphere had a shift that afternoon. Everybody was like, oh, we need to make shit happen. Yeah. <laughs> Shit happened, and it was good. Straight yeah, to the finish line. It's it's the last helicopter out of Saigon there at the end of the, the trip. You, you need to make sure you're on it. You need to figure it out because a lot of people do like to play that long game, especially on their first trip because it's like, well, I, I you know, I've got all the time in the world. But then there, there becomes this moment when you no longer have all the time in the world. Or I'm and, being a little too shy and not – Putting yeah. myself out there enough, and now it's like, oh well, if 
anything's going to happen. I guess I need to get over that shyness. Well, I'm pleased to say that over the years, as uh, when you come back, you know, again and again, Mr. Penn, because I, I know you will, uh, over the years, your, your, uh, I need to get over that shyness part moves up days and days and days. Right. So yeah, I think yeah, I'm yeah. somewhere around Wednesday now when I realize, okay, think time's <laughs> running out. You know, the sands through the hourglass are happening. That's point. improvement, I guess. It is. It is. I hope to one one you know one year just be the whole week. I need to you know do the thing the whole week. How about you, Doctor Liz? Wow. Uh, so I had no idea what to expect when I went to Desire because I've never really been in the swinger community, and so it was going to a new place and a new community and a new set of expectations all at the same time, knowing like. A very small number of people, um, including my swinger husband. So it was, I didn't have any idea what to expect. And as my van rolled up, uh, there was sexy Robert <laughs> in his booty shorts and bow tie. Oh, sexy just Robert. Just standing out oh, there. Man. Making <laughs> us all like, look bad. <laughs> right? Making everyone look bad forever. And I, it was, Unlike anywhere I have ever been. And I've been to a lot of sex parties and a lot of sex positive spaces. And uh, especially the vibe from our group and how body Mm. positive and queer positive and like how wonderful the people on that trip were made it so much more comfortable than I think it would have been for me at any other time or with any other group of people. And seeing everyone like just having fun and exploring and having it be a space where you really can do whatever the fuck you want within certain limits, of course. Uh, and get the, get your wishes filled was just, it was amazing. And the staff was so wonderful. The staff was great. They were always super helpful with anything you needed. And, uh, they love flirting with the customers, which makes my day. So, well, they've gone out of their way to to let us know that the staff routinely tells upper management how much they like our group and how different we are. And uh, JV and Char, I think you were telling me this, that they, they said it was because we all seem to genuinely like each other. Yeah, we were having a meeting with some of the resort staff, uh, actually as part of setting up the dungeon party. Uh, so we're in the front office just having to sit down and talking about details. And uh, Fabiola said that we were a very unusual group. They've never seen so many people who get together down there and actually care about each other. And that that's so heartening because that's it sad. is so important as, as hosts that I care about everybody's time on this trip. I want everybody to leave. Having had a great time. Well, and definitely. One of my favorites was when we, f- the first time we showed up was with you with your rainbow socks and your <laughs> boa on. And there your ass is right in my face. And my ass, my ass is in a lot of faces, Shara. <laughs> well, she, she met your ass first. Yes. You turned around and you said, JV and Shara. And so from there, I felt very comfortable getting naked in the first five minutes. Well, good. <laughs> that is the choicest part of the Cooper. The it's, yeah, it's, <laughs> it's part of the package. Lindsay, how about you? Well, uh, 
coming into this trip, I think I kind of expected from listening to um, maybe three years of the podcast and everybody talking about the trip um, that it had to be a little bit hyperbolic and exaggerated. Like this couldn't possibly be as good as they're making it seem. And, uh, and I think by the end of day one, I was like, Oh no, it is. It's exactly as good as they make it seem. (laughs) This is actually paradise and I never want to leave. (laughs) And, uh, yeah, it was a lot of like actually feeling comfortable in my skin and literally my skin for the first time in my entire life. And I'm a burlesque dancer. I show my skin off and I actually like, it was, it was totally different. It wasn't, I wasn't putting on a show for anyone. Everyone was in the same boat and it was just, it felt really comfortable. And like that in and of itself was uh, so incredibly different that it literally took me two or three days to get used to it. I was like, wow, everyone doesn't care. This is so (laughs) weird. And uh, yeah, it was a lot of first experiences for both my partner and I. It was our first big trip um, out of the country and our first big trip together. Um, Definitely a lot of new like first swinger experiences for us both. And um, Rob, my partner, became my... um, kind of facilitator, as I like to call him. <laughs> I, I can be pretty shy. And so uh, when it came to, we would talk every day about like, oh, we met this person and this couple and they were really cool and they seemed really cute. And I'm like, but I can't talk to them because <laughs> it was mm-hmm. that thing of, I really didn't get comfortable until like talking to people I didn't know until it was almost time to go. And then, but Rob was, is really comfortable talking to everyone. So, so he worked it out and uh, was able to facilitate a lot of experiences, (laughs) which was really cool. I definitely suggest having a facilitator. uh, Yeah. That really, it it really helps. And and you know what, if, if there isn't one in your, uh, in your couple, there are plenty on the resort who would love nothing more than to get you laid however you want. I mean, absolutely. So I, this, you know, and, and I, I hear you totally, Lindsay, about the, uh, it has to be hyperbole because I feel that every time I write about, uh, desire or every time I talk about it, I feel the words coming out of my mouth being unbelievable praise. And, you know, it's like I've been to Sandals, I've seen other, um, all-inclusive resorts. And you know what? Sandals food is better. Sandals uh, resort layout is better. Their uh, drinks are better. But that doesn't matter at all. The staff at this resort is unbelievable in that they care we're there. And they, however they do this, they recognize us. And remember our drinks. And honestly, I don't believe they're writing it down. I don't believe it's a scam. I believe they actually somehow managed to keep track of us and our drinks. So when we walk down onto the beach for that first time, you know, CC or Africa already has a drink prepared for us. When we did the uh, demonstration in the uh, disco lounge, of mm-hmm. um you know for floggings the bartender usually works what restaurant is it that he usually works at 
Asalo. Asalo. He came over to me. I mean, they they were doing floggings, and he came all the way around, came over to me and said, "Would you like a coconut martini?" He remembered me from the restaurant from the year before because I hadn't <laughs> seen him yet this year. So you are right. I mean. For him to remember. Well, then he went to the restaurant oh, yes. to make her drink and bring it back. <laughs> yes. Oh, man. <laughs> yes. I mean, so you're right. They, I, I do not believe that they like write things down because he was not, uh, one of the, you know, what, what, one of the management team. He was yeah. one of the bartenders. Yeah, it was and, Jamie. Yes, Jamie. So anyway, I just wanted to share that because it was true. So when I've been going to this resort for six years now, I went one year with uh, Sex is Fun. They did a very small group, and that was exactly six years ago today. I saw the Facebook uh, reminder thing of, okay, we're on our way. And so I have seen what this resort looks like with a small cluster of our kind of people. And then that number ballooning year after year to a full takeover this past year. And, you know, I I refuse to take credit because a lot of people try to give me credit. But I refuse to take credit because it's not about me. It's about them. And it's, a, it's about the fact that we have somehow managed to tap into this incredible vein of positivity and compassion for each other. And that's what I see year after year as we get bigger. Like last year we talked about there was probably, there has probably never been more cross-dressing at this resort than in 2015. This past year, there's probably never been more men kissing other men at this resort than in 2016. And, you know, it's, it's not like, you know, I'm, I'm by yes, but it's not like I need hot man on man action for it to be a good place. But what I know hot man on man action equals is a safe space because you yeah, won't exactly. see that in anything less than the safest of safe spaces for sexual expression. And for the kink community as well. Yes, you know, absolutely. You really brought that up by inviting us and inviting uh, our listeners and well, and empowering to us to you know to stand next to you as hosts. And mm-hmm. uh, we were just talking about this uh, when we were at your local dungeon mm-hmm. uh, with uh, with a few of the locals. Coop, uh, we were trying to describe the trip, and uh, when we said we essentially have feels like almost equal parts swing kink and poly. And he made this weird look like you, you can do that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's, you know, it's certainly a road that is not without bumps and bruises. Sure. Uh, so to speak. And, you know, we, we have communication problems sometimes and we have hurt feelings sometimes, but we come together as a community to work through it and we become stronger and we have built a diversity in uh, sexy people that I have never heard anyone else talk about. And I think the key to that, Cooper, though, is life on the swing set, making sure that everyone feels welcomed and knows that whatever their kink is, that it's, you know, okay, you, you have your kink and we have whatever we have, but you 
embrace everyone for who they are and uh, whatever their, you know, whatever their thing is, it's what you accept and love about them. And I think that that's important because not everyone can do that, but you help people see that. And, you know, as hosts of Ending the Sexual Dark Age, obviously we believe in, you know, loving people for who they are and not, you know, judging people. So I, I was going to laugh a little bit at Cooper earlier about because every time we talk because about Because that's, that's how you roll, Dylan. I do. Uh, and But the specific thing was that every time you talk about the staff being wonderful at Desire, you talk about drinks. And then Shara started talking about it. And I'm like, it, it's a good... Uh, it's a good sign of how good the staff are at being accommodating, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, even though, like, for me, I don't go to Desire to get my money's worth to drink or anything like that. Uh, you know, not last podcast that I did about Desire notwithstanding, but I had an experience. Yeah, I think I you got your money's too. worth on that podcast. I Dylan. was drinking for two. I was drinking for ginger. And so that's what happened. <laughs> there but, you go. Um, <laughs> but uh, the, the thing, because uh, I was talking about, like, creating the environment, right? Uh, the staff are real... Uh, attuned or they try really hard to tune themselves to what uh people need and so we've been there at different times with different mixes of people and this 2016 was the first time we went there with just our group members uh and the staff always had to kind of do a little bit of a dance to to adjust to the different groups that were at desire and so i always saw that they were doing a great job and they always did the drink thing and they always were real respectful of the kind of space we needed even if we had to convince them that it was a good idea sometimes and we have had to do convincing in the past uh that this space or this uh yeah this space that they're going to give us uh, to do what we want to do is actually going to benefit everybody trust us we're not going to mess it up for all of the other people or make the staff feel uncomfortable anything like that just just give us a little bit of a leash and we'll go ahead and show you what we can do and then we did uh and because we proved ourselves and because we came uh, as we were, they got to devote all of their all the soft skills to just uh, figuring out what they needed to be for us. And even though we made a couple adjustments as we went along, they they adjusted right away and they figured it out. And I heard nothing but love for the staff while we were there. And I can't remember the last time I've gone into a restaurant or a hotel or a spa or whatever uh, establishment you might go into and have a staff so completely dedicated to figuring out how to accommodate you. Uh, that's what makes it real nice there. So dedicated that I'm sure you're well aware because of Life on the Swing Set and making the dungeon happen, they actually had a bondage week in January. <laughs> wow. Yeah, we, so we really awesome. unzipped something last November. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> so to speak. Yeah. Excuse us while we whip this out. <laughs> <laughs> when so, I, I do want to... Uh, you know, we're going to take it to a commercial in a minute, but I do want to mention one thing because it just keeps coming, uh, back up on social media. And I'm, I'm, it's very important to me that you understand I did threaten to kick someone off the resort this year. And it was for an offensive display on election night. And what's really important for me to get across is that I am dedicated to the safe space of the majority on this resort. And if your little goofball display upsets a huge amount of people, 
I'm going to talk about it. If something that someone is doing upsets a large amount of people, I'm going to talk about it. And it's because we are bringing people that are being allowed to be as expressive as they want about their sexuality and their often uh, oppressed desires to this resort. And if they suddenly don't feel safe because you feel like a joke is more important than that, I'm not going to back down on that issue. I was kind of angry when I heard about all that stuff happening. Not necessarily because I, uh, like, I didn't know what happened. I heard about it second and third hand, which honestly is is a good um, Do we want to say what that- happened? Yeah, yeah. Oh, okay, so... Uh, I wasn't going to, but uh, if Dylan wants to, go ahead. I mean, like, we, I feel like we're talking around it, and those who are listening to this podcast that weren't here, or that weren't at Desire, might be saying, like, what the fuck are they talking about? Yeah, what did I'm someone gonna do? It's real stupid to talk about it, to, to bring it up if we're not going to actually say it. So, uh, somebody started walking... Okay, we know that this uh, vacation happened during the United States elections. And we know Trump was elected during the election. And somebody decided, uh, somebody apparently not an American, decided to wear a Make America Great Again hat and kind of walk around the resort and... um, And an American flag onesie and cheer every time Donald Trump won a state. Right. While there were people sobbing at the bar. Yeah, so all I want to say about that is uh, there is a lot to... uh, A lot that can be said for allowing for discourse and freedom and all that stuff. And and I know that you said you want to like keep the safe space for the majority, Cooper. Uh, I, I'm real careful about using that kind of language when I'm talking about keeping a place safe, because quite often the tyranny, the tyranny of the majority ends up oppressing people that we don't even think about. And so like, I like Trump it, supporters, do you really want to take this stance here? No, I don't want to take that stance there. What I'm trying to say is, uh, if it hadn't been for that thing happening and that person uh, having fun at other people's expense, and that's the point. Yes. Uh, if it hadn't been for that thing, we wouldn't have had to deal with what to do in this situation. Because even though it was that one person running around with a Make America Great Again hat, uh, causing other people to be upset, that's the thing. It was making other people upset. And uh, jokes, insensitive jokes, do that. And yes, uh, we built a space where we could be cool and be free. And that and and I keep saying to everybody that went to Desire and everybody that comes and chills with us, just be cool. It's going to be okay. Like really, I I'm, I my hands are like up in the it's going to be okay motion. I know you all know what that feels like and looks like, but it's because if we're all just cool about things, it's going to be okay. I know that it might be funny to somebody from Canada that we just elected Trump. I get it. And I know that you may want to display how funny that is to everybody else. I get it. But you should have known better uh, than to run around like a jackass doing that. And because you were a jackass about it, you weren't just sitting at the bar, like nodding when things happen, right? Like you weren't just being yourself. You were advertising And even more, as soon as that dude knew that it was a problem for people, he continued to do it in an in-your-face way. Like, wore it into the goddamn hot tub, got naked to get into the hot tub, but kept the damn baseball cap on. Like, that's not 
this is a joke, someone told me it was a problem, and I'm going to respect them, that's I'm being an asshole on purpose. And that, that's, yeah, that's the big difference. And uh, as somebody that was hosting the trip, the nice thing about being a host on the trip is that eventually you get to make a decision. And uh, I wasn't there for all this, and so I had to hear about it secondhand, and it sucked. But Cooper made the decision. And I was a little nervous about that because I knew how Cooper was feeling, right? But I backed up what he did. Um, he he did what was best for the resort. And he did what was best for the people that were there. And I'm glad that he did. And I'm glad that somebody that was acting like a jackass got their ass handed to him. Because if there's one thing that people that usually do that thing do, it's that they complain about First Amendment rights and free speech and all that stuff. And that exactly, that's exactly what happened. Yeah, and it's a nice thing. Uh, the nice thing about running private property, leasing a space, whatever it is, is that you get to own it, and you get to decide because you know what businesses have the privilege to limit free speech of of the people that are there, and it sucks. Like it really sucks. I hate it. It doesn't feel good to me, right? But they still get to do it. And you know what? If everybody else gets to do it in their spaces, I get to do it in mine. I just get to be a benevolent dictator about it. And you all have to trust me when I say and when Cooper says and what all the people in the resort are saying. When they say that they care about everybody. If you're not cool, if you're not listening, if you're not paying attention, then we're going to have a problem. And I'm really, really glad that this got taken care of as quickly as it did. Because that's what needed to happen. So for anybody that does want to come to Desire, you can be who you are. And you can be free to be that. But you can also understand, you also should understand that if something comes up, we will listen and we'll figure out a way to to deal with it, you know, what, whatever it ends up being. It doesn't have to be something this extreme, but we want this to be great, and we're willing to work to make it great. Have some empathy, don't be a douchebag, and you'll be fine. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and not for nothing, you know, the Dylan, you happen to be otherwise occupied while this was going down, but Cooper actually sought me out for a second opinion before he did anything, and, uh, you know, I I tend to be I tend to have kind of kind of a scorched earth policy. Uh, <laughs> once I figure out shit like this is going down, um, and it was it was far beyond you know a joke in poor taste. You know, I've I've been the asshole at the party who accidentally makes a joke in poor taste, and it's all about how you react to it. You know, if you say I, I didn't realize that would offend people, I apologize. That's usually that's all it takes, and especially in this group, you will be forgiven. But uh, I mean, the irony of sitting in Mexico invoking the First Amendment of the United States Constitution. When you're a Canadian! Yes. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, that takes a Trump vote. Rich. There, there's, uh, there's, <laughs> a, yeah, there's a lot going on there. It's so you know, many I'm layers pretty, of douchebaggery. Like, I'm a pretty you know, seasoned troll, and I gotta say, like, y- you weren't quite doing it right, man, okay? Yeah, so, and then there, w- then there was the double down. Um, you know, so they, they, we had the opposite of what you would generally consider a responsible, uh, responsible reaction. And then uh, this has been borne out. Everybody's initial reaction has been borne out by the several months now that this person has been following Cooper around on social media, looking for excuses to harass him. Um, uh, so this is ongoing, believe it or not. Yeah. It's, it's really know your room. That's, that's it. If you're going to be a, if you're going to joke, know your room. And and that's it. And, and, like, don't harass someone afterwards. Like, when someone says, like, hey, dude, not cool. Like, let that go. There's no need to, like, just keep fucking bringing it up all the goddamn time and harassing someone about it. What is that? 
Like, how sad is your life? So again, I don't want to oversell how big a deal this was while we were there, because the thing is, we as hosts took this on, all right? Like, I, it obviously affected some people, because that's why we heard about this, but that we're, we're there to have a good time for ourselves, and that was cool and everything, but like, we're also there to handle stuff when it happens. And uh, I, I, I should say, I should let people speak for themselves. I think we all had a great time. Uh, I, th- and I think that most was- people missed it, because it was right around the same time as the lady orgy. Yeah, <laughs> it was. It was, yes. There's Actually, a lot of uh, during what? the lady orgy. In yeah, fact. Yes. during. It was probably during, yeah. There was some overlap, yeah. So, like, magical things were happening. I, I will do what I can to protect my tribe. Yeah. And that's very important to me. And I do look at everybody who trusts the swing set to come along with us on this expensive trip to this big, scary place. I I think everyone would agree for the ones who had not been there before. Or, well, all of us have not been there at one point. I will do everything I can within my power to make the, the place safe for you to explore and enjoy yourself. Everything. Luster finds a way. Wait, what finds a way? Lust. <laughs> Lust finds a way. <laughs> Let's go to a break. Boo. <laughs> I did you did you actually also throw an er in there? You 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 he gold did. It? it was yeah. an er. It was I, a yeah. finds a way. Well, yeah. nice nicely done. Yeah. <laughs> nicely done. We'll be right back with more of the Desire Podcast, the anniversary podcast on Life on the Swing Set. Does it always seem like I'm moving backwards? Caught up in a dream, everybody's acting. Does it always seem like people change faces? And nothing is real. Life on the Swing Set wants to take a moment to make sure you know about the Center for Sexual Pleasure and Health, which is celebrating its seven-year anniversary with Curiosities, an auction to support the CSPH. Curiosities takes place on April 28, 2017, at Machines with Magnets in Pawtucket, Rhode Island. If you can't get to New England, you can still participate on their website, thecsph.org, and look for Curiosities under Events. The CSPH is a wonderful organization and a 501c3 nonprofit dedicated to providing culturally inclusive, medically accurate, and pleasure informed sexual health education through professional development, trainings, work with medical providers, and community engagement events. The Swing Set supports them, and so should you. Go to thecsph.org. What, so do we have an order here? We do. We do. It's going to be uh, Dylan. Chris, you're after me. Lindsay is after Chris. And then Shara. And then JV. Actually, I think we're going to do this properly. We have to do a begat structure. So Dylan begat Liz, who begat Mr. Pent, who begat Lindsay, who begat Shara, who begat Shara. I don't think you know what you're talking about. I don't what? think that's how begat works. That is not how begat means works. to give birth. <laughs> Dylan and Liz begat And I did Mr. not Pent. give birth to Chris, unless like, yeah, that's him withdrawing his hand from my pussy is giving birth. 
In well, which case, like of. a mazel tov, it's a hand. I've never been happier to be at the end of a list. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome back to Life on the Swings of the Podcast. We're gonna we're gonna take it in a different direction. I want to ask for uh, greatest sexual experience, something new, something exciting, something different, something you've never done before, anything in that spectrum from everybody. <laughs> so, I could start with Dylan again, but he freaked out last time I did that. So I'm gonna I'm gonna ask for a volunteer. I'll get it out of the way. Let's do this. Okay. <laughs> uh, so I had my first like organized gangbang experience. I've been in a lot of like, a lot of like sex parties where I got a lot of attention from several people, but this was the first time that I was like, I am the main event, and everyone will pay attention to this main event, and it was fantastic. It was great. Nice mixture of different people doing different things. And it was like people came in waves so that it wasn't like a bunch of people standing <laughs> around me, which could get real weird or creepy. But it was like a few people and then they left and then the next wave came in and then they left and then the next wave. And it was beautiful. And I, I think it worth mentioning your gangbang was under the stars on a rooftop. Yes. Yes, it yeah. was. Like a lot of people's gangbangs are in a small, you know, double wide hotel room. So, no, it was it was under the stars on a rooftop next to the hot tub. Plenty, of, like everyone was super respectful. So even people who had not intended to be a part of it came over, made sure it was okay to watch. If they wanted to participate, they asked in a very open and respectful way. It was really wonderful. That's awesome. And, and uh, you know, it, it was fun to watch as well. Thanks. And participate. And, yeah. And participate. <laughs> you know, I'm never certain how, uh, you know, just throwing stuff like that out on the podcast. <laughs> well, you know, I mean, we'll be it received, sounds like a know? certain percentage of the resort came through at some point. So, you know, <laughs> just you can assume. Some just people playing on this the podcast game. probably were yeah. participating. So we are we trying to put a statistic on market penetration then? Yeah, <laughs> nicely done, JV. Thank you. <laughs> yes. So who would like to go next? Shara and I are sitting here pointing at each other, but I'm going to make Shara go first because I own her. <laughs> well played, sir. Thank you. Okay, so <laughs> play my Mastercard. <laughs> I had a lot of firsts on this trip, and uh, so uh, one of them is uh, I had never uh, had the opportunity to uh, be fucked with a somebody fucking me with a strap on. So, and I'm also kind of shy. I know you don't believe that, but I am. So, um, I. I'm hot. I'm She's ha speechless thinking about it. That's how well, good it was. I'm trying to think of. Did her eyes roll a little bit? In her <laughs> they they did. Okay, so someone came over to me that uh, had been talking with JV about giving me that experience. Only I didn't know about it. Uh, so <laughs> yes, I was been, flirting by proxy. Yes, yeah, so they had been doing a lot of talk about it. So she came over to me and uh, can't remember the exact words because I was kind of. Uh, 
it in a shocked moment there, but she said, "You look really nervous. How about I fuck the nervousness out of you?" That's <laughs> what she said. Hot damn! That's a way to do wow. it. So now, so now everyone probably knows who I'm talking about. But <laughs> um, so she took me over to the bed up at Desire, and she said, "This is going to be a safe place, and Ophelia will be um, beside me, and she will not let anybody in if you don't want them, you know, to." come in and I said okay so lay me down on the bed and uh pretty much everybody knows that I'm always wet so she hands me the um lube and <laughs> I didn't know she, you know she said what kind would you like and I'm like I don't know I never use lube I never need it <laughs> and so they hand it to me and I'm trying to get the cap off and how do I operate this <laughs> confounded thing I didn't know how to get the cap off or how to get the lube out and uh Ophelia takes it and said, here you go. Yeah, she's <laughs> so, good like that. She's great like that. <laughs> she's so, a helper. She's a very mm-hmm. good helper. So inserting into me uh, this lovely person and she's like, you know, as soon as she's inserting into me, I'm, I'm ready to come already. And I tend to pass out. So Ophelia said, can I touch you? And I'm putting my hand out to tell her yes. And I heard her. And I was trying to say yes, but I couldn't because I was in the process of passing out. And I did hear um, the person fucking me say, JV said, JV said it's okay. So <laughs> so uh, I'm like, yes, yes, Ophelia touched me. <laughs> Absolutely. Go ahead. <laughs> so that was a first for me. I, it was a great experience. And uh, it was a first for me. And I think JV should tell his first opportunity at Desire because I gave him a first. Yeah, yeah. Shara managed to, uh, it's it's that feeling, uh, Cooper, I think you tweeted about this a while ago, that feeling when you realize there's something to put on your fucket list that you didn't know about, and then yes. you immediately get to cross it off. Yes, isn't that uh, lovely? Yeah, so Shara really kind of came out of her shell on this trip. I noticed uh, it was lovely. It was, <laughs> and everybody else got to see what I get to see all the time. So that was especially <laughs> fun. Um, I blame Duncan. Uh, I think he Frankensteined her. He's our easy sec- to blame. <laughs> our second night there, we had dinner with a few friends and then we went back to the room to get a little kinky. And Shara got her first good working over with a violet wand, which went oh. extremely well. And uh, God, she seemed energized from that moment on. I mean, she was just full of it. <laughs> well, it is she electricity. Was, she, had, <laughs> yeah, she, had no, she had no fear at all. And uh, so that led to a lot of good times. But uh, I realized after I got surprised by a uh, sexy visitor to our hotel room <laughs> on our last night there uh, and proceeded to give a two hour flogging that if, if we didn't have a dinner reservation might still be going on if I had anything <laughs> to say about it. How those pesky um, desired dinner reservations? <laughs> 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 there was twice in there. There was seriously twice in this trip where a dinner reservation felt like a cock block. So we've got to rethink that True making that. reservations every night at the nice restaurants. <laughs> uh, yeah. So I got to, I, I have, uh, I have played in a lot of configurations before, but I have never had the opportunity to flog two women to give two women my total attention while they were making out. And that was a test of my skills in ways that I did not expect. So it was an, it was an amazing time. It was, it was among my top, all time top 10 scenes, uh, possibly top five if push came to shove. Uh, and it was just absolutely incredible. And he had no idea that it was going on. I, I approached her at the foam party 
when she got, <laughs> I have to share this part. Um, after the podcast that you guys did, uh, up by the hot tub, uh, I told JV, I said, I want to go down by the, uh, phone party. Um, I just want to kind of watch. And he's like, okay. So we go back to our room. No, you said, I want to go to the phone party. Come on. <laughs> I want to go to the phone party. Okay. <laughs> I, I, I think I added more words, but that's okay. <laughs> Because he goes back to the room and he completely undresses. I go, what are you doing? He goes, we're going to the phone party. I go, I don't want to go in because I wanted to approach her. Yo, I don't want got- to go in. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so I just wanted to, you know, approach her as she got out. I knew she was down at the phone party because she said, we'll see you there, right? And I'm like, sure. I wanted to approach her to ask her if she would join us in the room. She's not just uh sexy because she's definitely hot, but it's who she is. That, uh, really turned me on. It's, she's just, you know, beautiful soul. So I knew that, uh, JV and I both thought that she was incredible. So I wanted to give that to him. I wanted to ask her and she graciously agreed after asking her partner, uh, if it was okay. So then I go back to the room to show where our room is and everything. And, um, it was, it was a great evening, but yeah, that was a first for him. So. Yep. And it was a big first for Shara. She kind of stepped out of her, she stepped out of her comfort zone to speak up and ask for something that, you know, that a lot of us, even at desire, we tend to fail sometimes to ask for what we want. And that's kind of the lesson that we try to keep on teaching ourselves. And Dylan really brought that to the forefront because he, you know, brought it up and had you not been drunk, you might not have. So who knows? Uh, I I definitely would have. Drunk Dylan got (laughs) Shara what she wanted. You know, that's a ringing endorsement for Dylan drinking, I think is what, what I'm hearing. And I know that people um, know that Dylan kisses good, but anyone who hasn't and you go to Desire, make sure you stop and give him a kiss and his lovely wife because they both kiss really well. Just saying. <laughs> oh, and, you can open that up, too. Dylan? <laughs> <laughs> I think it just got opened up for me. <laughs> I don't think I need to say anything else. That's a ringing Whoa. endorsement. And Dr. Liz kisses good, too. Oh, thanks. You're welcome. Mm-hmm. I, will, I will say that that I think every single kiss I had at Desire was pretty damn awesome. I agree. Mine from the men, from the too. women, from everybody. Me too. I don't think there was a bad kiss in the bunch ever. Yeah. From the vulvas. <laughs> also lovely. Who would like to go next? Well, I think something that was uh, interesting and that I just now realized is that I don't think I've ever had sex outside. And I had a lot of sex under the stars and under the sunlight. And that was definitely a first for me. It's it's pretty awesome being under the stars up there on that rooftop. So that would be your favorite? Uh... Well, no, I guess it's not my favorite first, but it was definitely like something that was like something I've never experienced before. Yeah. Something new for her. Excellent. I have a lot of favorites, but... Um, <laughs> The, uh, the, a new experience for me that I found surprisingly enjoyable was, um, doing demos. Cause like I've done some demos at like small play parties, but this felt a lot more public. Um, so doing like a spanking demo at the cake night and then the awesome fisting demo with Liz, like that, that was, (laughs) that was pretty, pretty intense. And it it felt really, uh, good to be able to share like, my experience and um, skills with people and to also be uh, I was able to 
to also at the same time kind of hone my brain in and be like, I'm with this person and still focusing on them and not just like I'm teaching. Yeah. That's hard at at the beginning to figure yeah. that out. You know, yeah, yeah, I was definitely. You can, you can go one direction that. or the other very easily, uh, and it's there's something incredibly rewarding about being able to demonstrate a sexual skill because it's so difficult generally to find venues to demonstrate sexual skills in the real world. My favorite uh, came from the demo, uh, also. Because, like, last year I had uh, some body issues and wasn't able to do my standard pegging demo. And it also interrupted my yearning for the pegging gangbang. But this year I was able to do the demo and the gangbang. And that Woo-hoo. was amazing. Woo-hoo. I've been wanting to do that for a long time. So, you know, six years, got there. Yep, and just goes to show, even as a host of the trip, sometimes it can take a while to get around to the things that are important to you, but when you eventually get there, it all works (laughs) out. It's that much more valuable. Yep. How about you, Dr. Liz? I already told you. Oh, you did go. Yes. God, Cooper. Did you already forget? Wasn't my gangbang that uninteresting? That's that's just Dylan. No, I was was giving Dylan extra space. So I wanted you to go again. <laughs> no pressure. I want I want him to to you know feel an an excellent lead in time to his. Well, thank you. I appreciate that space. <sighs> there were so many uh, man li- limiting it. I know we're not actually limiting it to one moment. Yeah, you don't have to choose one. No, no, I know, I know. Uh, it's just really hard to do because mentioning one thing feels like it might make all the other things you know I, I won't do justice to all the other things if i mention that one thing but i know it's not that either it's just i've i've been swirling uh i've had all these thoughts swirling in my head since we started thinking about what our favorite thing was and i i guess if i had to uh, okay so we've talked in bits and pieces about desire a few times over the last few episodes and i keep mentioning that i've had uh more MFM. I had I had had more MFM playtime at Desire than I've had almost cumulatively in all of my experience. But it was definitely not on accident. I mean, it's not like I came to Desire and I'm like, okay, we're definitely going to do this thing, right? But uh, the people that I found were wonderful people that I had met before, but hadn't really gotten a chance to play with. And it just clicked. Every time we got together, it clicked really hard, really fast, and it was really great. And there was a ton of spoken and unspoken communication that went on to kind of keep it going, no matter what else was happening. Uh, And I'd say that I probably lost, uh, in the most wonderful ways, eight to ten hours of time uh, just playing with these two people uh, in the resort. And it like i i hit a point where i actually realized hey i'm spending so much time with these two people that i'm having a fucking great time with uh that i actually want to get to spend time with other people at the resort because like i declared hey 
let's make a date later. And so I actually started making dates later because I knew that if I didn't, I was going to end up uh, not spending time with them. And so this is both the first time that I actually sat down and made actual play dates with people at the resort. Uh, by the way, you should do this. <laughs> I, I definitely had been yes. giving that. Yeah, I'd been giving that advice and not taking that advice uh, just because I love to let things figure themselves out. Uh, but using this as a tool really helped. And, and it was Dylan, the first time. Damien uh, pointed out in the chat that you should also consider breakfast and lunch dates. Yeah. You know, and I know you did because I remember running into you as you were trying to figure out if your date was at two o'clock or three o'clock. Yeah, it was it was pretty great, uh, and and so it it was great because of that, and it was great because I just enjoyed spending time with. Uh, I hadn't spent this much time connecting with an individual or a couple of people uh, at Desire, and it just happened this time. And uh, I would be lying if I even tried to say that I wasn't looking forward to seeing uh, these people again. So. It was real cool, and that's in a sea of real cool moments that I had. And I think the uh, the planning a date out is actually it's a helpful tool because then instead of just kind of being like, "Oh, is this are they free now? Can I kind of like try and like propose playing now? Are they going to want to go and do something else?" Like uh, you know, it kind of takes the question out of that. And it's like, "Oh yeah, we do want to do this. Let's do it then." Yeah, and there is a tendency to like try and seize a moment or, you know, see when someone's not busy, so you're not being intrusive, but sometimes waiting for that moment, you can spend the whole trip. Yep. Yeah, and I want to I want to pull back to tools for a second cuz um <laughs> I was about to say I want to pull back to tools for a second and Damien, uh no, Damien uh <laughs> has helped us with our tech tools uh for quite a while now and it's been amazing. And so we've been trying to figure out this this problem at Desire where you can't really communicate with people because nobody wants to have their devices with them all the time and you're not always quite connected to the Wi-Fi. And so it's like you can't you don't have reliable communication with everybody, but maybe if you just had enough or enough methods to get a hold of everybody else, you could make things happen. And so I think between the combination of all of us using our our chat service, which you do get access to when you, you know, sign on to come to Desire with us or if you are a patron, uh, and the Well done, Dylan. The postcards and postcards. I'm sorry. This the post-it notes that we yes. put uh, in the lobby on the glass facing, you know, the, well, the lobby area, um, and the various areas where we're telling people this is where people are going to be at this time. Like we we allowed anybody to run their own events, and so there were always natural places for people to go to uh, join other people. And so there's, I think, the combination of all that really worked well. And you know, there may still be tweaks here and there, but like I'd go so far as to say I think we might have come really close to solving the desire communications black hole that happens when you get there. Cause like sometimes you won't see somebody for two or three days and you don't know how the fuck to get a hold of them. Yeah. If you haven't like arranged it ahead of time, I think that's a problem that we solve now. I and, think the post-it notes were great too. Yeah. Oh, one yeah. observation about the post-it notes uh, based on the topics and the number that were still up at the end of the trip, we may want to try and appoint a minister of gangbangs for the next trip because there were yep. a whole lot of unfulfilled yeah. gangbang wishes is, based on it, those post-its. It is definitely the most requested thing on the post-it board was I won the gangbang and often uh, mentioned a specific twist on the gangbang. Yes. Which was really cool. And we having the women-only orgies would seem to, if scheduled a little bit, free up some cock. So, <laughs> you know, there may be a it's scheduling true. opportunity there. It's synergy. Yeah. 
spelled S-I-N, of course. Synergy. <laughs> yeah. Maybe a few extra N's, I think, even. <laughs> the, the N is for more extreme sin? Yes. Yes. Extra. Is, is that how that works? Yeah. I, 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 the yeah, more sure. N's you put in it, the more extreme it is. <laughs> so we're going to take another break and we'll be back with more discussions of Desire Resort on Life on the Swings at the Podcast. Welcome home. Those words and a glass of sparkling champagne welcome you to Aphrodite's Resort and Spa, a place of pleasure and debauchery, situated on a strip of white sand beach on the Riviera Maya. 111 couples, including some old friends, have descended upon this resort for a week of the finest food and drink, meeting and flirting, and getting down and dirty with friends and lovers alike. They will experience ecstasy and strain, for nothing is quite so intense in non-monogamous lifestyles as seven straight days at a resort filled with like-minded hedonists. Cooper Beckett's new novel, Approaching the Swingularity, follows three couples and the host of this annual trip to paradise. You can pre-order it at a discount as an ebook or paperback ahead of its April 18th release. The pre-order and Cooper's other books are available at cooperspeckett.com. When we were researching budget bondage gear at a listener's request, we stumbled onto extremerestraints.com and found the most impressive bondage gear site on the internet. And we don't say that lightly. We bought a bunch of toys to try them out. And we're so impressed with the selection, quality, and service that we reached out to them about sponsoring the show. From basic whips to top-notch floggers, from beginner cuffs to shackles and cages, from nipple clamps to fucking machines, from budget to bad fucking ass, ExtremeRestraints.com has put together an immense catalog of kinky gear that we honestly believe is second to none on the internet. And not only do they offer a free gift and 99 cent toys for new customers, plain brown wrapper shipping and free shipping on orders over $119, they'll give you 10% off if you enter the promo code ESDA at checkout. And that's not 10% off on your first order. It's 10% off every order, forever, as long as you enter the code. Because they're awesome and they support this show. You can listen to episode 70 for more details or just check out ExtremeRestraints.com, use the promo code ESDA, and get, get your, your kink, kink on. on. Welcome back to Life on the Swings of the Podcast. Tonight we've been talking about our trip to Desire Resort and our upcoming trip this November 4th through 11th. And you can find out more information about that at ssdesire.com. Did, did we decide on, a, uh, decide on a theme for this or did we uh, forget or did we do it? You came then... up with a title for it. Did we? Yeah, you drunkenly did on the podcast, Dylan. I'm going to let you rediscover that for yourself. <laughs> oh, no, I don't want to listen to that. that oh, God, I don't want to listen to myself. Because uh, right. then you get to decide whether you want to double down on it. Well, I'm definitely not doubling down on Choose Your Own Adventure again. Yeah, as, well. as long as it doesn't violate copyright and get us a children's <laughs> book publishing company to ask us not to name our sex trip after oh, their books. You know? If you build it, they will come. Yeah, I think that That's was right. I think that was the theme, yeah. Yeah. Spelled C U M, because we're not classy. 
Yeah. <laughs> I got I got shamed for doing it. See you, Emma. I'm like, all right, fine. Yeah, I was the one who shamed you. And you're yeah, you're right to be shamed. <laughs> uh, fair enough. I'll take that. <laughs> As he laughs. So, so one of the one of the things that I think uh, would be valuable here, and Dylan uh, suggested this, is that we talk about uh, tips for desire, and and these tips are likely to be applicable in your day-to-day life as well, because desire is like uh, um, a metaphor (laughs) for your life, (laughs) for your very sexy life. Dylan, give us a tip. Oh, I was just muted. I was laughing at you. (laughs) I guess I'll cut that in and post. (laughs) Yes, yes, Dylan. I think you should record laughing. And cut it in did. and post, because I bet that'll sound really natural. No, no, I already did. I just was muted, like, to you, but to all of you. Trust me, it'll... Anyway. Uh, <laughs> Still in sneaking jokes, then. Yeah. No, no, okay, so... Uh, the the reason... The other reason that I was laughing, the other reason being not you, was because the thing that I had in mind was that uh, I was thinking a lot about the real world, while I was in Desire, but I just kind of refocused what I thought about the real world while I was at Desire. So it wasn't, um, you know, Desire was definitely an, uh, an escape for me. But the thing is, I actually let the real world in while I was there this time. Uh, I had spent a lot of time blocking out communication with people at home and not paying attention to social media and all that. Uh, every single time I'd gone to Desire. And this is the first time I didn't do that. But what I did do is... I focused on accepting that shit was going to happen and that there was nothing I could do about it, but that the world wasn't going away. So I was just going to let it wash over me. Uh, I'd make myself comfortable, get a real nice drink, surround myself with real sexy people, and then just like sit down for 20, 30 minutes on my device and respond to a couple emails, uh, check in on how things are going at home, you know, whatever, whatever I wanted to do to make myself more comfortable. Because honestly, most people, most of us, don't live lives where we can just totally ditch the rest of the world for a week. Like we, we, we have tethers that keep us held at home and I don't, I spent a lot of time trying to cut those tethers when I was at desire, but this time I just kind of enjoyed the flow. So it let me have a better time knowing that I wasn't beating myself up for spending a little bit of time checking in on home because then I wasn't living at home in my mind wondering what the fuck was going on. So, uh, desires connected. They have Wi-Fi everywhere. You can connect with your devices if you want. Just don't feel bad if you do or if you don't. Just find a way to be comfortable with it and then yeah. then go with it. Because like, there are other people that are going to be doing more or less stuff online than you are. And it's it's cool. Like Nobody's going to get on you for having your iPad out reading you know, the New York Times or um, you know, a comic or something like that while you're on the beach. Do what you want to do. Like You're supposed to do what you want to do there. And if checking in on the rest of the world makes you feel better then do it and then enjoy and then go fuck someone (laughs) maybe twice well dylan i feel like that falls into the general don't yuck my yum like some people want to be online that's fine they get to make that decision some people don't want to be online that's fine they get to make that decision you have to respect that everyone gets to make their own decision about what level of connection feels good for them in that space For instance, during Desire, I had one day where I saw clients all day because I work for myself. So if I see no clients, I make no money, which, you know, I'm not at a point yet where I'm rolling large enough to afford that. So 
you have to make the decision that's best for you. I was able to work a good chunk of the week, so that's a, you know, it's oh, yeah. it works. It's a, That's a tip for you. It's doable. Um, <laughs> yeah. I know, also I mean, worked every morning. Uh, grab, every a, bar. grab a beach bed or hang out by the bar. Totally works. And the Wi-Fi is good enough. Um, I was able to have, like, remote connections back to home servers. Like, it was, yeah, worked out great. It is also um, a little enjoyable to be in that group of um, Bloody Mary commuters, telecommuters, right. at the Desire Bar. <laughs> because there are several every There were so every many morning. of us. Yeah. <laughs> and so we'd all be there naked, working. Or in various states you know? of undress. Yeah. 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 It's good, good stuff. Comfortable. <laughs> Comfortable, indeed. I mean, I I think it, over and over and over, the ask for what you want thing is the most valuable bit of advice for desire. Because it is an intense place. And if you're a shy person by default, it's really easy to fall into ultra shy you know, to see that this is this big, intense place and sort of slide backwards into even shyer than you would be at a play party. But over and over, it's demonstrated to me by by myself, by people around me, how valuable asking for what you want is. And so many people, as the week goes on, will be talking about how amazing it is that they just asked for this thing that they wanted and they got it. And that's, that's such the valuable lesson there is you're not always going to get it, but you'll get it a lot more when you ask for it than if you don't. Can I tell you something I asked for real quick? What did you ask for? I, I asked for more opportunities to host things that I enjoyed doing and I fucking did it and I loved it. Like the karaoke uh, kicked ass. By yeah, I loved I loved doing that too. Karaoke was so in, fun. Oh, we got to do it in the lobby yeah. uh, on a big that projector was, screen yeah. lobby. Yeah, next year that's where all the karaoke goes yeah. in the lobby. Yeah, don't bother with the club. Yeah, yeah. it was it was pretty fucking. Yeah, great. the club was not. I, the lobby was the way to go. Yeah. Mm-hmm. When that's really you know you you as a host or as as someone coming who wants to teach a class or present something, present a skill or even host a discussion, you know, well, yes, absolutely. Please tell us. But the the important thing about that is that if you're going to feel like it's a burden, then go enjoy your vacation. Don't, don't bother it. I mean, it's not, it, it is, it may be awesome. And I may really want you to do a, a class, but I, want you to have fun more than that. And I know that I stress many years about the amount of uh, events I was hosting. And a lot of it was that I didn't want to put the pressure on anyone else to do that. But this past year, we had so many people volunteering to host events, people on this, on this podcast, other people uh, in the, in the audience and on the trip and I was able to relinquish that and everyone talked about how much fun they had presenting. And it was so rewarding to me to be able to give them something they wanted to do and relax a little bit more myself. 
And I think, Cooper, that uh, you bring that to another tip, and that's like if you're new coming to SS Desire, uh, along with Life on the Swing Set, is to go to a lot of the events, if you, especially if you're shy, because it allows you to see some of the people over and over again and to talk to, say, you or Dylan, uh, you know, somebody that's hosting the event. But it gives you a chance to get to know people and you become more and more comfortable. Me, believe it or not, as a shy person, it, it really did allow me to do that more and more each time. So JV and I attended, awesome. I think, almost yeah. every single event our first year. Yeah. So, and we still attend a lot of it that even though we know uh, a lot of things. Yeah. You never know. You, you're going to sit down to next to someone at an people. event and you may fuck them later tonight. <laughs> I mean, it's possible. Exactly. Who knew? You, that's excellent you point. At the event. Excellent point. There. <laughs> 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 never rule sex out. Desire. Well, and I think too, like there are so many different things that happen. Try going to something that you might not go to otherwise. Yeah. Because you may not think that you personally want mm-hmm. to do fisting, but seeing something new happen that you've maybe never even thought about before can be really fascinating and open up your mind in new ways and help you think about things in a different way. So give it a shot. Like take it a take a chance. Do something that you might not ever otherwise do and see what happens. When the, one of the one of the things I heard over and over uh, was that the dungeon night was actually wonderful for people who are very curious mm-hmm. because they could go up and be in the safe outer space, the observation area. Yes, and uh, one one uh, person came in. They came to uh, the demo the day before. And I, you know, I said, if you have a desire, you want to try something out, but maybe the person that you're with doesn't want to, uh, or isn't ready to feel free to ask us. And, you know, we had plenty of tops willing, more than willing <laughs> to, uh, you know, do a flogging or whatever. Yep. So we had a lot of, we had several skilled service tops that mm-hmm. all that went so well. So I, well, we've, we've been involved in a lot of dungeons. And I will say I did not volunteer enough to partake of those service tops. So <laughs> that's part two about that is like, just raise your hand and try it. If you don't like it, you can stop. Oh, definitely. Absolutely. I, mean, I think the nice thing about the service tops is they're always checking in. If you decide, Oh, I'd like to try a flogging, you know, they ask, do you, you know, do you know if you, what you like? Do you, have you had enough experience or none? Then they'll do it very gently. And, uh, you know, so you could get an idea if you like it. But the one person who had never had it done, she definitely was having a good time. <laughs> I know what you're talking about. <laughs> <laughs> and, you know, I, I, I got to, uh, I got to flog my wife pretty vigorously, uh, in front of everybody. And I enjoyed that. But I really enjoyed watching the other doms do their work because, like, I don't do it all the time unless somebody's asking me for it. And so I, I just, I keep picking up things every single time I watch all of you work and I'm pointing at you, JV, and I'm virtually pointing <laughs> at everybody else that, that may be listening to this that was involved. Like, I fucking love watching people do their work because I find stuff that connects and uh, it makes me, makes me a better top. Introducing people to new things and, you know, kink play and stuff is, is literally a fetish for me. So like, I'm all about it. <laughs> 
before we wrap up tonight's podcast, I want to- Wait, I got one more quick tip. Go on. Watch out for the seaweed. That's where the sand fleas hang out. Just yes. real. For <laughs> yes. real. Okay, yeah. yes, good point. Bug spray, uh, bug spray is as important as sunscreen, I think. Yep. Yes, and if you are a uh, former guest with us at SS Desire, please feel free to send any tips you may have to me at jvauthoros at gmail.com. We will be going through weeding out duplicates, and uh, next year's guidebook will be a little heavier on the guide. Yes. So I do want to thank a number of people who really uh, contributed tremendously to our trip, uh, aside from the lovely folks on this podcast at the moment. Um, my partner, Ophelia, Dylan's partner, Tonya, Duncan and his partner, Damien and Angelica, Cat and Flick, Sexy Pixie, Swinger Doc, Naughty and Pet, Jackie and Gord, Rope Master and his lovely... Sporty Nerds, and the fantastic Jim from Char Travel, who helps ensure that we can keep doing this. And every single person who has come on this trip since we started it in 2012. It's, it is this because of you. Because we are, as a group, so game and giving and generous and uh, open it's what allows us to make these big leaps at a resort that has oftentimes been fairly traditional swinger there is no way that they would have attempted a dungeon night had it not been for for JV and Shara really spearheading this project you know and we have been working so hard to make it more and more in inclusive more and more the kind of place that we want to spend time at and that is why we push them to this year allow gay couples to come because we're taking it over. If anyone's offended, they can go fuck themselves. And I just want to ask, this that it's happening, right? Like, this is going to be a fully queer-friendly trip, right? I, I'm right? going to keep announcing it until we get gay signups, and then it'll be just fine. All right, good. Because, like, I, I, I have said solidly that I this is going to be the year that it is 100% queer-friendly, and I'm I'm willing to work and fight for that. So, yeah. yeah. So, if, if you are if you are in our audience and you are gay and you're curious about coming on this trip, please reach out to us, talk to us. We want this to be that inclusive. We want whatever your relationship style, your sexuality, we want you to have a place on the Swing Set Desire trip. It is. It has been, Dylan and I have talked about this since day one when we landed on the beach. Of course, our language in 2012 might have been a little different, but you know, it, it would. It, yeah, <laughs> I mean, you know, that was the that was the year that uh, of the of the blowjob heard heard round the world. Uh huh. Yeah. So <laughs> maybe they were not ready then, but they are ready now because we have systematically forced out anyone who is not ready, which is a good way to do things, I think. I'm still out in that you landed on the beach. I have this visual of you and Dylan being brought in by helicopter. 
Yeah, so it was I, just I, like I, the beginning yeah, of Survivor. Well, yeah. when I was swinger president, it happened. Yeah, that's true. He was swinger president. He he climbed out just like Jeff Probst. Was that was that swinger or finger? <laughs> yes, he is the finger president. <laughs> he will always be the finger president. Oh, so Dylan. seriously, thank you, everybody who's come on our trips. Thank you, everybody who's interested in our trips. And most importantly, thank you, Dylan. Seven years. Fuck. Woohoo. Yep. Did he mute himself again? No, I just said yep. <laughs> I just wow. said yep. So I, I he's like just so chill. He's like, Dylan. yep, yeah. I'm badass, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> it's the lithium kicking in. <laughs> Seven years. It's a big deal. Uh, it's it's hard to make a big deal about it, but you know what? I'm okay with it. Uh, I'm I'm looking forward to. I I have seen this evolve from just something stupid that I did in my free time to something that I have fought myself to feel like it is worth being part of the world. Like you know, I'm not just doing this to circle jerk with my friends right as much fun as that is uh but that this is something that is important and we're doing good work and as much fun as we had going to desire we we are serious about having fun and making sure other people can have fun and i want to continue pushing life in the swing set in that direction because that's what fuels me uh knowing that this is making a difference to people so yeah seven years and uh to many more so and uh dylan i just want to say that make sure that uh tanya does uh more of her coloring book episodes because that was really <laughs> awesome to watch mm-hmm. it was she's always smiling <laughs> actually can i tell you guys something that didn't work this year sure sure, sure. yeah all right so uh, i fought stupid hard to get the resort to open up the pool at night for people for at least a couple nights. And you know what? It worked. Uh, we got the pool open. I got full control of the audio system there. And I was real excited. I made it happen. And uh, the most people I ever had in that pool were like seven people. Because you know what? Shit was cold. Yeah. Very uh, cold. Yeah. <laughs> nah, <laughs> I didn't think about that. And so like I got plenty of people to like dip a toe in there. Like, nope. That's it. Yeah. Nope. I'm out of here. <laughs> I had not thought of that. And uh, yeah. So uh, I tried it. It was great. That sound system is wonderful once you put real music on, but uh, (laughs) just didn't work out. So maybe, maybe what's going to happen this year is I will actually take some time to DJ one of the afternoon, late afternoon pool sessions, or maybe even one of the phone parties. Who knows? Uh, But I definitely will not open up the pool for a night swim. I'll just find something else to do at that time of night. And I just don't know what else there is to do at that time of night. Maybe you guys can suggest something. I think with all of us sitting here right now and the listeners, I'm sure we could come up with something. (laughs) (laughs) Does it start with O and end with orgy? (laughs) Doesn't it always? (laughs) Had a few of those. (laughs) So JV and Shara, where can they find your podcast? Our show is Ending the Sexual Dark Age. You can find us on iTunes or on our website at sexualdarkage.com. And I want to mention that uh, we are going to have a Desire Week uh, sometime. I don't know when that's going to be, but we are totally going to play the Ending the Sexual Dark Age episode that was recorded at Desire during that week. Oh, awesome. Thank you. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> we, we could make it the week with this podcast. 
we could make it the week with this podcast. And then if we're going to do that, we're also going to play the Gentle Perfect Social Club that we recorded uh, at Desire. So, Well, you know, if if we do that, then we can bump this podcast to Friday, which is much closer to our anniversary than Wednesday. Do a sexual dark age on Wednesday, do gentle perverts on Thursday, and then do this on Friday. Are you saying that the swing set will get down on Friday? I I, I think we will. I think you guys get down every day. <laughs> <laughs> when are you aiming to release this one? Uh, next week. Okay. Nice. Cool. Nice. It is next we week. Also- yeah. yeah, next week. First week. Uh, first weekend in March is our. Oh, you know, actually, we. I- <laughs> You know, sometimes I space out a little bit. We did not actually record at the resort this year. Really? Oh, you recorded post. That's right. My yeah. fault. Yeah. yeah, we'll release your post one. Okay, cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah we'll get together on that. Yeah. Make sure you get a clean copy of it. But Also, uh, we had uh, we did a podcast with Midori. Nice, and, two uh, podcasts. Oh, awesome. Midori. Yes, two. And uh, she's actually uh, interested in hearing more about Desire. Ooh, yeah. we've, we've got her curious. She is after It is possible us- Ophelia just spontaneously came in the next in <laughs> <laughs> Yes, I. She, she will have I, no idea why. But- yeah, so, I, you know, we've, we had a brief conversation and she expressed a desire to hear more. And we're actually, we, we had a great time meeting her and we're going to collaborate with her on one of her art projects. And, you know, had just kind of really made a connection there. And uh, I'm not going to put a percentage on it other than greater than zero. That she may be joining us next year. Well, she brought it, you know, I like we brought it up odds. to her. Yes, we brought it up to her and, uh, you know, mentioned it. And then before the end of the podcast, she, you know, said, I, I'm interested in getting more information, uh, talking to you guys about it. So, and she did text me this morning. So, uh, I'll, I'll let you know, but yeah, I think, I think it'd be awesome to, uh, oh, and she would fit. There. She would just fit right oh, in. Oh, without mm-hmm. question. She's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I was envious of Ophelia because she, uh, is friends with her on Facebook and I went to add her. I, you know, I was following her, but I went to add her. And she has too many friends, so I, I got rejected. I got rejected. Lucky Ophelia. Well, Facebook. <laughs> yeah, Ophelia actually had uh, Midori do um, a chest piece uh, rope bondage on her. Mm. Oh, nice. Yeah. Nice. Well, we got to sit in on a couple of her workshops at Nila, and uh, she, her facial expressions are priceless. But anyway, <laughs> the, the main thing was uh, – that she t- was interested in Zaire, and I thought you might like to know that. Yeah, absolutely. Dr. Liz, where can we find you online? Sexpositivepsych.com, or you can find my online classes at sexpositivepsych.teachable.com. Excellent. Uh, Lindsay, I, we didn't talk about this before the show. Would you like to plug anything? Uh, I can be followed on Twitter, though I mostly just post about yarn. So that's totally <laughs> up to people if they want to follow me. Is it I'm, sexy yarn? Uh, sometimes. It's geeky yarn. So that's sexy mm, to me. That is and, very sexy. Yeah. Yes. Uh, otherwise, if you're in the Midwest in Milwaukee, Wisconsin, I uh, help run the tool shed and erotic boutique. And you can come and visit me and I will sell you sex toys. And the tool shed is one of my favorite sex toy stores in the country got to absolutely mr pent anything you would like to plug uh the huge mr pent <laughs> on twitter uh mr pent.com uh mr pent on yeah you know just 
throw that into Mr. any Pence. website yeah. and yeah, it's probably I'm going to show up. You throw that's a slash and type Mr. Oh, Pence. I don't think find. I changed my name, name on Cassidy. I don't know if you can do that. I might I can, still be I, MR underscore Pence. Send me a message. Actually, I can no, get I that did. done for you. Uh, I did. Uh, my tag used to be something with an underscore. Swinger president. <laughs> well, that's a little presumptuous <laughs> for Cassidy. I mean, you know, it's a swinger site. And right, right. If I were to lord that over everybody, I mean, I would have to establish my dominance at that point, and uh, I wasn't prepared to do that, at least at that time. And I was able to change my tag. Well, good deal. Then I'll be Mr. In, Penn in, over there soon. Yeah, in general, we have to just send them a message. They just won't let you do it by yourself. <laughs> do we is get everybody? People, are people whispering in the background? I don't think Dr. Liz went. What, what did Dr. I? Dr. Liz did go. I already did. did I you, said, oh, yeah, you on did the plug internet. your things. You're always going like first. Did you, tell your story? <laughs> did you tell your favorite story? <laughs> hey, Dr. No, Liz, what, you, what is exist. your favorite desire? I wasn't experience? a desire. It's, an, it's all a figment <laughs> of your imagination. <laughs> Oh, you know, you were no figment of imagination because, man, our mm-hmm. mouths were connected so much at Desire. It was just so good. Hey, Dylan. Mm. Hey, Cooper. I know you're you're feeling strong feels about Ginger and the Prof right now. I am, too. Well, I, I was thinking about them because, you know, we do this thing at the end of the podcast where we say all of our love to Ginger and Prof and... uh and I also joked about how I drank twice as much during the live podcast because I was drinking ginger share, and that's all good, right? But uh, we did a little something at the end of Desire that was real nice. And so I want to everybody that was in the lobby with me at the end of Desire that uh, allowed me to take their photo so that I could send that to Jin and Prof so we could like really give our love to them uh, while we were almost on our way out of the resort. I want to say thank you. Yeah. Uh, they really loved that photo. They really hated not being there. We hated that they were not there with us, but sometimes that happens in life. Yes. Uh, and we look forward to seeing them again with all of us. And uh, much love from all of us that went to Desire. Uh, and yeah, a little bit from me to Jin and the Prof. And I, I did just speak to Ginger yesterday, and they are really, really hoping that things line up and they will be returning to Desire with us this year. Awesome. Wonderful. Yay. We all hope the same. You can like us on Facebook at facebook.com slash the swing set. Find us on Twitter at Cooper S. Beckett, Dylan the Thomas, Sex Paws Psych, Mr. Pent, Lindsay, JV Altharos, JVS underscore Shara, as well as what? I was rocking for the (laughs) underscore there. It's like JVS underscore Shara. Yeah. Underscore. Fuck yeah. After you shamed me out of the underscore underscore club. Well, he's very excited about the underscore that he no longer has. That's right. I think I'm coming. I don't know. I just feel like it. <laughs> once you lose it, you know you can never get it back. It's like it's like I, I circumcised my Twitter name and now it's terrible. <laughs> wow. <laughs> I just lost all the pleasure I got from that underscore, you know? So I'm never gonna get that back. Oh my, Dylan. That's why oh I keep my. changing my name. I keep trying to get back there and it's just <sighs> yeah. Some, some, you just can't go back, Dylan. Yeah. Well, I'll just have to keep my Twitter name and eat, sleep, resist, repeat for a while. So, as well as our website at On the Swing Set and at Swing Set FM. 
You can discuss our latest podcasts and other topics on Twitter at hashtag SSPodcast and on our episode posts on our website at lifeontheswingset.com where you can also find daily blogs, articles, and toy reviews. Give us a call and leave us a voicemail with questions, comments, or reviews at 573-55-SWING. That's 573-557. It's okay, Dylan. I'm not upset. (laughs) I was just dealing with so many Twitter handles there. It was easy to get in the weeds. They just kept falling through your fingers. I get it. Uh, did I, I didn't even finish the phone. You interrupted yourself. Yeah, I did. Yeah. he, He type interrupted me. He didn't verbally. Give us a call and leave us a voicemail with questions, comments, or reviews at 573-55-SWING. That's 573-557-9464. We're going to be doing another listener mailbag soon, as well as a mailbag that it will include live listener questions from our listener audience. Yeah. And if you want to be part of our listener audience, yeah. visit our Patreon page to throw us a buck or two every time we release an episode at lifeontheswingset.com slash support. You can also support us and get sex toys by buying those sex toys you are already going to buy from our favorite online retailer, SheVibe, at lifeontheswingset.com slash SheVibe. Did we cut the review thing? We I was going to ask, I is there you, a review? No, usually we put it when we read the – We yeah, we, we talk about reviews when we read a listener review. Do we want to read a listener review? Do we have one to read? We have several. Well, okay, so we're, we're how, how far are we into the recording of this podcast so far? Because I think this might uh, almost be a two-part thing. Yeah. But is that actual lifetime, or did we have like – Eh, probably 130. Yeah. Yeah, pretty close. We, we, could, we can do we one could, review. Yeah, okay, let's do a review. Let me, let me get a good one. No voicemail angry reviews yet? <laughs> we, no, we got one that I actually I want to address, but uh, not on oh, this dear. episode. Yeah, no. <laughs> <laughs> Who would like to read our review? I just put it in the Trello. All right. Well, I'm going to go ahead and do it then. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, sorry for interrupting the outro there. We are going to read a review, so... <laughs> Sorry, right, Dylan, you've never done that on Desire episode. <laughs> no idea what you're talking about. So this review is a five-star review. Five stars! And uh, every time we say five stars from now, everybody's got to yell five stars. So, hey, everybody, it's a five-star review. Five, five stars! Five stars! And it's titled The Smartest Swing Poly Kink Podcast. We've had to renew our previous review because, although Ginger's energy is definitely missed on Life of the Swing set, the podcast has been outstanding recently. A couple years back... It was a little heavy on the inside jokes, etc., but Cooper and the gang have refocused on the mission of being a truly diverse and deep series of discussions about non-monogamy while avoiding the tiresome explanabraginess of most swinging podcasts. Sure, the husband and wife tell you how awesome they are and their swinging lives are podcasts have their place, but they can grow tiresome pretty quickly. For years now, the Life on the Swing Set game have been taking on tough topics, questioning swinger norms when they have been inconsistent with the principles of ethical non-monogamy, and they still have sexy fun along the way. There's no other podcast like this one, and honestly, how many podcasts can that honestly be said about? Keep up the good work, Cooper, Dylan, and the rest. <laughs> you didn't like just the, the Latin, Dylan? Uh, I don't feel good saying at all. No. <laughs> okay, that's fair. <laughs> at all. <laughs> Thank you for the amazing review. That, that is uh, just wonderful to hear. And yes, we did get a little inside jokey. 
It was, that's, that's a good note. We did for a little while. And it's very uh, valuable to us as a seven-year-old podcast now to get new reviews on iTunes. Otherwise, Apple just kind of ignores us. So uh, I've set up a new easy way for you to review us. All you have to do is go to lifeontheswingset.com slash review and it will take care of the rest for you. But we would be very appreciative if you uh, left us a review. And again, we are always happy to hear critiques and constructive criticism. Uh, I emphasize the word constructive um, for reasons. You know, you can only call us a bag of dicks so much before we start tuning you out, okay? Yeah, it, it's not helpful anymore. We already know. We already know. <laughs> Especially when most of the people on the show right now own a bag of dicks. <laughs> Sometimes too. That's true, JB. Excellent. Excellent point. Okay, so back to the outro. And you can now pre-order my novel, Approaching the Swingularity, about swinging and polyamory at a sexy resort that bears more than a passing resemblance to desire. But for <laughs> legal reasons, is not. Similar, but distinct. By my previous novel, Life Less Monogamous, or my memoir, My Life on the Swing Set, Adventures in Swinging and Polyamory, as an ebook, paperback, or audiobook. And if you buy them from cooperisbeckett.com, use promo code SWINGSET to save 10%. Thank you all for swinging by for seven fucking years. Yay. 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 Five stars. <laughs> <laughs> you, know, nice, you, need, nice. you need to record like uh, like uh, a very commercial sounding five stars bundle there that you can just play <laughs> yeah. with with fanfare. Five stars, like the Legend of Zelda Sunday, fanfare. Sunday, you know? Sunday, five stars. That would be or maybe like awesome. like the the stars sound from Mario. Five stars. I, I love all this. <laughs>
Have a sexy business? Love the swing set? Let's put these two great things together. The Swing Set Network has advertising and sponsorship packages available for our websites and podcasts. Email advertising at lifeontheswingset.com for more information. Thanks. We, we don't make fun of Canadians. We appreciate our Canadian friends. Hold on. What are you doing? And it's Iron Man. We love our Canadian friends. Tell him. Do it. No, no. No, no. No, no. Okay, is it an intervention now? Tell him. I misread the room. It is an intervention, but it's you and it's the intro.